Welcome back. We should say not even welcome down. Welcome back. Back. Can't even talk. That's how long I've been gone. Been gone for four weeks off the podcast airwaves, radio waves. But welcome back to Paddy Talks Golf with me, Paddy, at the helm. Uh, was holidays. Uh, discovered Northern Ireland. There are some episodes upcoming. But today's episode, the reason you've pressed play, is with South of Ireland Championship winner 2021, TJ Ford. Or toe strike, as he calls himself on social media. This episode, as ever, is brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls. Check them out. Premium golf balls have the price. Also have trendy, lovely, uh, top tier putting mats and guides and gates. Um, superb. Premium quality, half the price. No brainer. So. Also, Jude's Golf clothed me on my trip around Northern Ireland. Jude'sGolf.com, superb outfitters of the golfing attire. And also a new range for the ladies. So check out Drudes and Seed. They support the show. They support what I'm doing. And they support my listeners. Um, so yeah, back to it. TJ Ford, South of Ireland Championship winner, 2021. Roll it there. Collette. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Where's Joe Bradley? What did he get at? Donald Donovan is the left corner back. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Ready to tee it up, TJ Ford? I am, yeah, let's go. Good man, yourself. Um, what's it like being called the South of Ireland champion 2021? Um, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I can't, I can't uh, really get my head around it, to be honest. I only really got a chance to look at the trophy probably Tuesday um, when all the kind of celebrations had, had quietened down a bit, and it's just unbelievable to. You know, have my name on the trophy besides so many golfers that I would really have looked up to for you know the longest time, and uh, to be kind of in that bracket now is just it's unreal. You have it there beside you, don't you? I think it's in the car at the moment. But it, it I was, was going to was, 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 was ask who is your name like right beside. <laughs> so 2020, 2020, there was no champion because it wasn't played, obviously. Uh, 19 was, was Sean Desmond and then before that it was Raf and uh, was it Purcell or Sugru um, so even those three names there like it's uh, to, to be beside them is, is pretty cool you're in a tall order TJ what's, yeah, your, well, what's your earliest memory of golf um, so I would have golf uh, around with my family to be honest Paddy my dad is you know he, he's played his you know, a lot of club golf. He played into pros. Uh, my my uncle is a pro in Galway Bay Golf Club in Oran Moor. My my granddad played. He was captain of Galway Golf Club. So was my granny. So it's really been uh, in my family for a really long time. Just photos of me downstairs with you know golf clubs in my hand at probably three and four years old, just whacking balls around the sitting room. And um, I would have played. You know, we wonders was a. a you know, a kids event that that was in in Bomore, the the nine hole course in Sligo every year. I would have played that, um, and then I I kind of took a little break from it for a while when I went to school. So I played a lot of rugby in school. I I kind of spent my summers playing with Connacht between the ages of probably fifteen and, and eighteen, and then when I left school again, I kind of took it back up when I went to Manute. So I I went to Manute off probably at two handicap, 
I would have I would have kind of played socially during that time, but not not competitively at all, competitively really. Um, and then I went to Manute and I was just you know surrounded by these incredible golfers again, people that you would that I would have really looked up to and you know almost idolized in a way. Like I, I was would have spent a lot of time with Stuart Brehan and Robert da- Robin Dawson and uh, Sean Flanagan had just won the North. Um, you know, Ronan Malarney and then Raf came in and Aina Griffin. There was just so many players that I would have, um, you know, really, really looked up to. I remember we actually went into Dublin one night and uh, I was ended up in Zico with like Gary Hurley. What a there, place. Paul's, what a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like Gavin Hur- or, uh, sorry, Gary Hurley, Paul Dunn, Gavin Moynihan, like all of these players that were, again, like just to be kind of standing around them and it was just unbelievable to me at the time I remember getting home and texting dad and just saying like you know you, you won't believe that's happening because that's how big it you know that's how big it was to me at the time um, so that's a very a very long winded answer to, to my first memory of golf but it's kind of just been a, a kind of constant progress I suppose since I was very young Oh absolutely and it's good to know that like you know, you ventured into another sport for a while and was highly competitive that and, and came back into golf. So what was the compelling event like to get back into golf and, and to hit up Maynooth? I I didn't get picked for Connacht, or I thought I didn't get picked. I ended up just not, not actually getting the email. But I, when I didn't, all my friends had got this email saying they were picked and I didn't get it. And I just said, OK, I'm going to I'm gonna go back and play golf now. I'm going to, you know, enjoy my summer. Because there was a good crew from Sligo that was always playing these events. Um so I would have gone around with them and played the, the kind of last couple of boys events that I could. And then um, once I decided to kind of play the golf, Maynooth was really the only option. It's, you know, the best program in the country by an absolute mile. I didn't really know what I wanted to do at that stage. So a general business degree, or I think I think I did arts. I think I did geography in first year. Um, just just ticked all the boxes. So um yeah, I, I, I headed off to Maynooth then. Did you check the junk folder in your email and realise you got picked for Connacht and you didn't I, change your I, mind uh, back or what happened no, there? It was, it was a funny one. I actually, so I got no email and I, I emailed Connacht to say, you know, I'm just wondering why I didn't get picked or whatever and then never heard back from him. And then I was, the lads were all there on the first day and my name was called. Oh, and uh, at that stage I was like, you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm not going back. So I'm, I... I'm happy enough now to not be rolling around in muck and getting hit by lads that are bigger than me anymore. So you have a lovely, uh, have a lovely green blazer now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm. I don't regret the decision that I made in one bit. Absolutely. So off two. I doubt you're off two anymore. So what areas of your game between between starting in minute and 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 now? have you really worked on or is it just kind of an overall you tell me was there was there any like glaring aspect of your game that you were like yeah that, that that's really come on in the last few years thanks to Minute or thanks to it being identified um, or I would say that obviously the standard of coaching in Minute is brilliant um, you know you would you'd have access to when I first went so I wasn't on the scholarship in first year I was just yeah they're different Car- tiers Car- don't you Barry has I think it's three or four tiers isn't yeah, it? so I wasn't I wasn't on any of those tiers in, in first year. I uh, I hadn't played really any events for the last few years. Hadn't played the rugby, so I went in and I just joined Carton House off my own off my own bat, you know. And I through that I was able to play with all the lads because I knowing Sean like Sean is one of my best mates, Sean Flanagan. So I was able to kind of hang around with them all and and uh, play with them. So um, 
then second year, I I think just being exposed to so many unbelievable golfers. To be honest, Paddy, just just keep my game on another level. I I made interpros then that summer. I didn't have a great interpros, but you know won a couple of matches at least, which was big for me. And then I was on a partial scholarship the next year. Had some good events again, and then my final year I was on not the very top one, but kind of the one just below that. Um, and I, I think my long game has got much better. I would probably have more of an understanding as to what I, you know, I, where my swing needs to be since since going there, uh, with the help of you know Noel Fox and Johnny Foster and Donald Scott when I was there, and doing some work with with kind of Dave Ruddy now since I since I moved back home. Um, I kind of understand that a little bit more. What what kind of makes my golf swing work? So my my ball striking has got better. But in general, I would say the best. The best thing for me was just being around so many good golfers and kind of just learning to adapt and you know trying to compete with them. Not that I not that I would have very often, but um, trying to. It's a rising tide, Emanuel, isn't it? Sorry, it's a rising tide, Emanuel. If, oh, if, yeah, if you're big, on, big if you're time. in the boat, uh, everyone will rise together. So it definitely comes across it, as a place like that, doesn't it? Yeah, big time. And you know, like you've got, you're not short of anything. You've got, you know, your gym, your psychology or physio your nutrition like everything is just provided for you and it's really what what you make of it you know you can go and practice or you know no one's going to force you um so it's it's really up to you as to whether you want to you know put some time into it and improve or or otherwise absolutely and you're working on both sides of the fairway in terms of you're working on the course and off the course with the revenue club what's that like yeah it's brilliant so when i you know uh patty like Golf is probably the only thing that I could wake up in the morning and start talking about and go to bed that night and, and still be talking about Same. it. Same. Um, you should you should start a so, podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I knew I wanted to kind of, or at least try and, and get into the industry in some way. And I had, I had a com- couple of conversations with people who were in the industry and just ended up getting chatting to Rob at the Revenue Club. And um, essentially, they kind of look after uh, T-sheet pricing, uh, marketing, and then kind of some performance or analysis reports for golf clubs so they they're a well-established company in the uk they work with 120 clubs and i'm kind of trying to bring their service to ireland at the moment um but for me it was great to just you know blend kind of the marketing degree that i that i got and the masters i got from it sligo and and the passion for golf um so it's pretty cool um it's a brilliant experience for me kind of I suppose selfishly, you know, essentially bringing a, a UK company to Ireland and trying to establish them here. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. It's great to travel around to different clubs that I would have, you know, otherwise probably not been to and and uh, see them. So I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. When you go around all these clubs, do you have sneaky putts on the putting green? I have. I haven't had the chance to yet. Um, normally, I'm trying to wedge kind of three or four meetings into one day and often yeah. they can be a bit of a, a bit of a trek to each of them so I haven't had the chance to but um, kind of once things settle down and the relationships there hopefully we can kind of arrange some sort of some sort of golf every now and then maybe oh, that'll be one of the perks I'm hoping <laughs> absolutely um, I go off the I go off here at work the 9 to 5 that if I set the expectation from day one that I just play golf all the time and that's just yeah. the expectation of oh yeah Paddy yeah, he's not answering the phone so he's probably paying off shirt he's always at that <laughs> but um, it's not it's probably because I'm trying to do my if number you, if you can get away with it why not well don't know about that now but um, <laughs> so this summer did you sit down at the start of the year and you were like yeah I'm, I'm gonna like go after some of these um, 
the, the top amateur circuit this year or what, was it just all oh, going to the south side playing it or what, what was the strategy yeah, at the start of the year pretty much like I kind of sat down and said look okay, I've got I've got 20 annual leave days um, what does the schedule look like how many of these can I play in um, uh, the north I didn't get a chance to play and that started on Monday so it was kind of pretty bad um, scheduling for me um, but that's the only one that I'm hoping to miss obviously the east got cancelled or postponed we're, we're kind of waiting to see what happens there but I've still got Mullingar scratch cup is on this weekend I'm going to I'm going to go up there and then uh, the close, the West, and Interpros are all on. So I've kind of pretty much taken all my annual leave around the golf, um, trying to get some sort of a holiday in at some stage with um, Shannon, my girlfriend. But who knows with COVID, what will, what will kind of happen there? Um, bring her with you. Bring her with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring her on to all the lovely mother, villages mother. and seaside towns of Ireland as you're playing these events. Yeah, yeah. She might yeah, maybe Mullingar. I'm sure she'd love that. Mullingar, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you could be like you could be like Lee Westwood and his wife, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Never know. Yeah. Let's see. So the next few weeks is chocolate with, with loads of golf, so how, and being in full time I almost said education, being in a full time job, right? How do you how do you get around to keeping your game up to a high standard? Um we we have senior cup practice every Tuesday and Thursday. We just play ten holes in the afternoon, a um, bit of a sweep, which is, you know, a really good, a really good way to kind of force you to get out and, and play some holes. I would probably be guilty of just going to the range and, and hitting a hundred balls when I would say definitely that, the, you know, you're better off getting out on the course if at all possible. Um, then I just play, you know, club competition on a weekend or whatever. I might go up and do a bit of chipping before before work. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have moving home as well um, I only live two minutes from the golf course in Ross's Point so I don't really have any excuses you know but um, I think like a big thing for me is kind of a bit of a almost a perspective shift this year like when you're in Maynooth and kind of all you have is golf and all you do is golf like if you play pretty poorly at an event you're probably gonna like I was in a terrible mood for a week after because it's just you know everything you do is to kind of you're living for it, you know. Exactly, yeah. And then when you start working, like all of a sudden you're on holidays and you're just looking forward to going down and seeing the lads and you know having a pint after around the golf or whatever and just catching up. And I would say definitely once that expectation drops, you know your golf tends to improve. Um, so probably you know been a good been a good thing in that sense. That's what they say. That's what they say about golfers in general, especially like when you're like golfers on tour. It's like you've got to keep an eye on what's happening in their personal life depending on who you're going to back you know yeah so it's like do they have a kid well if they're playing like the week after the month after having a kid John Ram you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. or if you just got married or you know uh, one of their investments is after going IPO crazy you know yeah that, that happened Hoop when, when Roy McRae won the Tour Championship right yeah so it's just like golf isn't priority and they're thinking about something that's in a great mood yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I won't be getting married or having a kid anytime soon, so <laughs> my perspective will have to be on the column. <laughs> what, what, what are you shares in? Maybe they, maybe they go wood, crazy. Touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to you, you said that you're, be, you, you might be guilty of going to the range. I am as well, because uh, when I look out my window, it's little range first. I can hit to like a six iron. And then yeah. the chipping green, and then the first tee is beyond that. So I generally never get past the chipping green, right? Yeah. <laughs> to play a few holes, but like I went to the range yesterday, the first time in two weeks, 
okay and I, I'm going to ask you a question now and I, mm-hmm. and I was like zero expectations so naturally it was one of the purest rain sessions I've had all year like yeah did, did not I hit what I hit 40 golf balls up and you're detecting yourself so I'm only going to yeah. hit 40 right yeah. but not one but like every shot was executed the way I wanted to after not after not hitting a ball out of my way not even put one down the, put, the little mat here in, in the office yeah when that happens do you just leave do you know what I mean when it's good when it's good like that when you go to range you're like 100 balls or 150 balls if it's going really well after 50 do you just leave TJ or do you just go no yeah. I'm here to grind or do you, do you know what this is good <laughs> off I go yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, w- I would probably kind of break it down into I, I would be probably uh, I don't think I wouldn't have probably advise this but I would do a lot of kind of technical uh, practice on the range so I would do like a lot of drills mm. um, I would kind of just like maybe divide a bucket up into okay for these this 10 shots I'm going to just focus on this and then focus on this and probably to be honest probably not not really pay too much attention to what the ball is actually doing because yeah. that would that would drive me mad like because if I were looking at some of the golf shots that I hit on the range to these shows like you'd be like how is this fella you know like it would give everyone hope that they could probably go down and win the south because it's not it's not pretty a lot of the time and then I kind of try and forget about that when I go onto the course um, I tr- try and just focus on the target or where you want to hit it or the shape or whatever and it's definitely easier said than done um, but I would very rarely go down to the range and just pick a flag and try and hit it as close to the flag as I possibly can and I, I probably should do that more um, but the way I'm wired I'm I'm, oh, I'm kind of wired the same as yourself is what I'm saying it wouldn't be yeah. oh, I'm pinging it over a flag or over a line I'm a big fan of um, I told you to follow him on Instagram James Nicholson or James yeah. Nicholas yeah, his, yeah his practice is pretty compartmentalised so rain station yeah. yeah but like 10 targets different different directions different alignments so it's literally Ten, like every shot is different yeah you know? random practice now. and different ball flight you know, like different ball flights all that kind of stuff so it's not like people rock up to the range and they hit two buckets and it's like oh that was shit I'll, I'll not do this no more actually like god yeah. I'll not do it no more because they're like it's like going to a GA match and like yeah. with, with zero plan you know like playing a match it's like yeah sure I don't know well, who's full forward well, I don't know um, some new lad <laughs> right yeah. like that going so it's the same thing so I'd, I'd be yeah. kind of the same as you what's David Ruddy like uh, he's a great lad he's helped me a lot um, I so I was kind of working with Noel Fox when I was up in Manute and in and around Dublin and then I I moved away and I just kind of wanted something a little bit uh, closer to home so I, I had actually originally moved to Galway after college Um and David's and in, David. is it Portonmore or Loch Ray? He was in Loch Ray. Loch Ray. He's in uh, Craig, Craig Bowie now, I think. Yes. Um, and I saw some of the work that he'd done with some other players, and I just really liked it. And I really liked the fact that he was kind of putting himself out there on Instagram as well. Absolutely. And, um, you know, kind of just exposing himself. So I went for a lesson and really liked what he had to say. And um, kind of just been, it's kind of a funny one. Like I would, I would have a lot more conversations with David than actually lessons I would kind of ring him and say what do you think of this and he'd say I like it or yeah I don't and I'd try it and um, it's kind of a bit of a, a weird relationship but it's it's obviously working pretty well you know no it works oh friend of the show is David he was uh, he went out yeah, of his yeah, way yeah, to, he went out of his way to come meet me then in the fall we went in to 
the Lynch Leisure Hotel, but it was closed or something. So we went, we actually drove into the Falls Hotel, and we tried to do it in a quiet corner. I think a fucking wedding was on. We were, we were there <laughs> in the corner of the bar trying to do it quietly. And when you when yeah. you when you pull out two massive microphones and cables and laptops, and there's people at a wedding going, "What is this? The DJ?" <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, well, he's dead on. He's, I, I have a lot of respect for that man and what he's doing, especially like putting himself out there as well in in into a yeah, world. No, he does. He does, and he's constantly trying to improve himself you know he's, he's he's got a real kind of quest for knowledge and um yeah he's 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 doing well south of ireland week the when did it start the wednesday you arrived in lehinch what day did you arrive in lehinch i arrived tuesday i said fractured on tuesday um what was the feeling like what were the vibes like the, the for vibes yourself i did not mean in lehinch but i mean for yourself yeah, I mean, it, uh, like the weather was just unbelievable. Um, you could tell everyone was so happy. The beach was full. It was full of tourists. Um, it was just like, you know, perfect. And then, you know, the, the veranda there overlooking the course for Grub. And obviously everyone there is so friendly and makes you feel so welcome. Um, you couldn't. And, and I imagine, you know, on holidays, uh, essentially for me, you know, on holidays, just delighted to put the laptop away and not have to respond to emails. So it was just like, really good and I, I was playing okay I wasn't you know playing unbelievable I I shot like a 74 in the first round I was outside the cut line I knew I needed to shoot something low the next day to even to even get there you know um, so I, I wasn't hitting a crate I was I was on the range kind of trying to trying to figure something out and then um, I think as the week progressed and as you just kind of that more kind of dogged style comes out you're just about trying to win a hole or just get through um, probably kind of just focused more on that and, and less on kind of what my swing was looking like and what my swing was doing and um, just ended up just played so well I shot 67 in the second round pretty pretty easily I held a lot of really nice putts um, and then just kind of progressed through the match play but it's funny like I, I you know like the first round against Ryan I was a couple I was dorm each three up he birdied 16-17 and then missed an 8-footer for birdie on, on 18 to bring that down 19 like if, if he held that like, there was no way I was winning that match then in the quarter final against um, Richard Knightley I was one down playing the last and I have I've got really bad blisters all week on my feet and one of the blisters popped off in the 18th fairway so I was uh, hot down the fairway there oh, and uh and in the rough and the right, he up the middle, and I was kind of hacking away, hacking away. Just ended up, you know, two coming from forty feet for par. And he got really unlucky and, and against the wall and made a bogey. So then, you know, I shouldn't have won that match. But that went up. Um, I won that match on twenty with a birdie, and then just played really, really good golf the the, sec- the last day. You know, I, I probably stayed the best stuff for last. I, like seven birdies and fourteen holes against Alan. I just played. I just played out of my game. You know, yeah, I, I like I, I, was, I wasn't was, there. I wasn't there this year. Unfortunately, work work took over. But I've read the the articles and it looked like just a smooth operator in the final round by yourself. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. Like it was as in the zone as you can as you can guess. Yeah, but then it's funny. Like in between shots, I was like, "Holy shit!" Or sorry, yeah, like you know, oh my god, I'm I'm. I could win the South here. This is unbelievable. You know, all my friends are here, all my family is here. And then I get the ball and I'd be like, okay, just just cop on for a second now and we'll hit the shot. And thankfully the shots were, were good ones, you know. How, um, how did you cop on? Because it's like, I'd get, I'd be thinking about that stuff sometimes, right? In terms of like yeah. a, a big match with a club or 
you know, it's a big competition for the club, and there's three hosts to go, and I know, like, you just know, uh, with the conditions or whatever, that you've been, like, it's not the South or anything, but, like, how did you get yourself, like, calmed down in, in, in a position, headspace, to, like, execute yeah. that shot? Just, I, I kind of was, just found myself taking a lot of deep breaths, and, like, breath work isn't something that I do. I'm not, I'm not, like, you know, I don't, I don't meditate or anything like that. It was just something that I was doing at the time. Um, and just really focusing on the shot though like you know what exactly do I need to do here to get this ball where in a position where I could win this hole or whatever um, just kind of I suppose if you were to put a label on it it would be all kind of like external thinking like okay here's the flag I need to be this far left of it I'm going to hit a little fade I wasn't thinking about okay I need my club to get into this position at yeah. this point I, it was just kind of like what what people describe as being in the zone you know just kind of being kind of free free-minded but it was strange I don't know if I'll ever get back into that kind of headspace you know um, but I'm just glad it happened when it did absolutely um, I would have grown up thinking not this is for this this is for the Open or this is for the Masters it would always would have been like this but it's for the South so like I, I I've you know I have a few years to try and get loan up to play in the thing yeah. but um, growing up in Sligo would have been for the the West right yeah, big time, big time. Um, I remember like going. I have a towel somewhere here. It's a Spanish little golf kind of a trifold golf towel, and I was probably ten years old, walking around asking every player in the field to to sign it. <laughs> um, uh, I would have, you know, followed all the matches, ball spotted, caddied um, from from as soon as I could, and I would have had hundreds and hundreds of putts, even up to like recently you know like this is something that that doesn't stop when you reach like 16 years old like absolutely this not I still like even still happens my like, practice was before on is like yeah this is for the South so for Kim McNamara or this is for the South yeah. for Gary Hurley or you know that's yeah. in the head <laughs> I know um, so that's like that was the West was the one um, it's always a really really amazing week the coverage is brilliant the, the atmosphere is brilliant it's you know Good Friday so the clubhouse is the only pub in the place that's open so there's always a good a good atmosphere around the place um, and then you know I started playing it and I you know made a couple of cuts or whatever and it was just uh, the support was class so it's yeah the West was always the one but I mean the South is you know as as big as it gets in terms of any other provincial they're all really big in their own way but I think um, the South just with the venue and the, the kind of vibe around the place it's just it's unreal so you'll be going into the West as a favourite, will you? Uh, Yourself and Alex I, McGuire. Is that where we put yeah, me money? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the West this year is, is it's 72 holes over two days, so there's no match play this year. That's tough. Um, so that is tough. What so, are you going to do with um, the feet? I've had them soaking. I've got a... I've got five compete plasters on my left foot and four on my right foot. Um... So I'm I'm in pain, man. To be honest, like I've been bathing them in ice water the last since I finished, pretty much to try and be okay to play Mullingar this weekend. Jeez. Just order just ordered myself a new pair of uh, Footjoy Hyperflex golf shoes to try and I, I'm I'm the kind of guy that goes on to Amazon and spends fifty quid on a pair of shoes to try and save twenty quid. Like, um, <laughs> so I've I've invested in a proper pair of golf shoes. Um, oh man, I think my I think my this will go out after my anniversary, right? Um, and it's three years and three years yeah. of leather so when everybody thinks of leather and marriage they think of 
Fifty Shades. I think of Godfrey's are made of leather, love. Yeah. <laughs> a, nice, a nice pair of the, those new uh, Footcher premieres or whatever they are would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I've left enough subtle hints. So stay tuned <laughs> to the Instagram, folks, and you might you know, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you'll we'll see a fresh pair. You know, the foot joy, my joy, is I forget how you talk. <laughs> I will see. Fair we'll see what the we'll see what the lovely people in the Kushnet or or Futcho Europe can figure can can take care of me for. It. But um, we'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah. no. Well, all I can say is thanks very much for your time. But I have a couple more questions before we go. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you off the phones for work for for a few more minutes. Yeah. Perfect. What was the har- and it could this could be a minute. It could be as a ten year old going around. Uh, Ross's it could be in your time as a rugby player uh, but what was the hardest shot or time in your life that you've had in which you've had to perform under pressure and why um, I playing senior cup the All-Irelands in Carton House a couple of years ago with Sligo um, we, we managed to win that and there was a couple of matches again I would have just been in first year and Manute just kind of really starting to to play kind of some events and uh, there was a couple of shots the the 18th hole in the semi-final I think it was the semi-final I don't think it was the final um, in, in Carton House on the O'Meara I was behind the, the tree on the right hand side of the fairway there and I not ideal hit a big, no not ideal I hit a big massive slice three wood to like 20 feet to close out that match that was, that was an unbelievable feeling Um uh, that's probably the one shot to be honest that, that sticks out because at the time it was like Senior Cup was to be playing Senior Cup for Sligo for me was just a big deal in itself so then Absolutely. For, it to come, for it to come down to my match and hit a shot like that um, was 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 pretty cool so that's probably the the shot that um, sticks out in golf I actually playing rugby uh, I was the kicker for, for my school and we were playing our iconic semi-final against Summer Hill, which is the rival school in Sligo, and I had a kick to win it in the last minute of the game, pretty pretty much in front of the posts on the twenty-two, and I missed it, and uh, that was a that was a, you know that that definitely uh, kind of scared me a bit, you know, and pretty much around that time was when I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to golf. Uh, this this might not be for me. Um, but they're, they were kind of, and then to have that moment in Senior Cup a couple of months later was, uh, you know, pretty much opposite end of the spectrums. So, yeah, there's been a couple of couple of moments. No, oh, deadly. Quick fire Q&A, TJ Ford style, you ready? Mm-hmm. What would your walk-on song be? Um, good question. I'd probably, something by you two, uh, I'm a big U2 fan. Uh, Bloody Sunday, maybe. Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Daily. Jim or pizza? Pizza. Any good pizza in Ross's? Um, not really. <laughs> Is them? Um, I know it's one for quick for a Q and A, but I have a question now. Tom Coyne. Uh, in his book or whatever and I had a chat with him there uh, in December and he said one of the best bars I think he said was it near Sligo is it the shack or the the beach bar no the beach bar is that near the there? beach bar yeah it's about a 40 minute drive but it is classic it's, okay. um, it's worth the drive you can, it is worth the drive it is worth it's a real just kind of classic Irish small pub um, good Guinness and yeah it's a cool spot no pizza there either okay but I won't be going for the pizza <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Rec- I'd take up the point. Hat, visor, or Keelan Rafferty bucket hat. 
I, I, I'm, I'm more of a beanie man. I have a couple of bucket hats. I have a nice St. Andrews bucket hat that I'll wear if necessary, but in general, I wouldn't I wouldn't wear too many hats. I must have, I must have beanie. Bobble or no bobble? And uh, bobble. Good man. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Happy Gilmore. Le Hinch or Port Marnock? I don't have to say Le Hinch now, am I? <laughs> No, you don't, you don't, you don't. Thanks for taking the hinge. Walk or cart? Walk. Win the open or win Although the Masters? Not, not, oh. right, not right, not right now. now, not right now. Not right now. Win the Masters or win the open? Um, I think the Masters. I think the Masters. To get another green jacket? Yeah, yeah, two would look well. Two would look well. Has anybody done that? I don't think so. Uh, no, I I w- so. no, I wouldn't say so, no. no. Harrington's going well, Harrington never won the South either. There you go. You've no, won no. something that Paddy didn't do. <laughs> yeah. Instagram yeah. or Twitter? Instagram. Play or practice? Uh, I'd I, I practice more, but I definitely should play more. I know that doesn't answer the question. Probably practice. No, deadly. Um, what yeah. would we say? What, what scenario would we pick? We'll pick... Um, We'll pick the West, right? The night before the West starts. So I'm not putting any undue pressure on you, as if to say tonight you win the West. But the night before the West starts, and you've had your family dinners and everything after the after the South win, so you're good. So you're planning that dinner, and you can have whoever you want at it, dead, alive, celebrity, fictional. Who makes the cut? You're at the top of the table, and you have three people down each side. Who is at TJ Ford's dinner party? Um, who is at my dinner party? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it to my family just to to keep them all happy. But if they weren't available, I would probably do. Uh, again, it's a very it's a very tough one. Maybe Will Smith. I think he'd be a good crack. Tiger Woods would probably have to be there, and one more. I I don't know. I don't know. Shannon, my my Shannon, my, my Shannon, gran- Shannon, yeah, we'll go Shannon. We'll let Shannon go. <laughs> good man. Yeah. So half the table is yeah. family and, and, and the three lads in those side. Very good. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Paddy. Thanks for the help there. Thank, <laughs> thanks for your time, DJ. Uh, it's been no really problem. good it's been really good to see um you know, some with a full time job still maintain like being an elite amateur and um, you might talk down about yourself but you're not you have a green jacket and a, a yeah. historical trophy in the car uh, at the moment yeah. that proved that yeah. you are an elite amateur so fair play I look forward to meeting Thank you, you soon much. hopefully maybe yeah. in Ross's maybe yeah. maybe further north in Ballylifting sometime and, yeah, uh, and no. teen it up for real thanks a million thanks a million for having me buddy. I really appreciate it cheers TJ Ford everyone what an absolute gentleman great to be back in your stereos, in your AirPods, maybe with the old earphones. Uh, whatever you're listening to us on, thank you very much for pressing play this week. Please tell a friend about the show. Tell your committee at the golf club. Tell the lads and ladies down the tennis courts, wherever you go and fraternise with other people. Um, I really need to learn how to get back into the swing of talking and doing intros and outros. It's been too long, uh, but I have really enjoyed 
um, press and play, and press and record, actually. Press and play and press and record. Press and record uh, on loads and loads of conversations over the past couple of weeks. Uh, so really looking forward to bringing those stories and showcasing a bit of the Irish golf the, the best way I can for you all. Don't forget to check out paddytorsgolf.com. Pick up a hat. I almost said flag or headband. Pick up a hat, a sun visor and bucket hat if that's your vibe. Um, should really start playing Keelan Rafferty's from Commission. Um, <laughs> uh, seeing as I'm using him to, to sell the odd couple but what a man that is keep track of him um, this weekend in the west of Ireland is on in Ross's Point in Sligo Golf Club so best of all best of luck to all the competitors up there that's enough talking out of me until we teed up again soon next week and that's with Zoe Allen Golf next week spoiler alert really good chat with Zoe coming next week see you then until we until we tee it up again soon I'm Paddy I'm Paddy